welcome to another episode of the You're So Quiet podcast. As always, I'm your host, Chelsea Brown. So tell me how you're doing because this is going to be a mental health, mental wellness episode. Your girl is really freaking tired and I think I might be like past just stressed. I think I might be burned out. Uh, yeah. And I came to this conclusion because I had like a lot on my plate for the last month and a half. I had NaNoWriMo, I had edits to get through on my book, I had house renovation projects, I have my dog, he had to go to the vet, it was a whole thing, and it just felt like every little task put on my plate was just monumental. So I've since cleared most of that off. I got through my edits, my house renovation projects are well on the way, I just have to schedule one more tomorrow. My book is coming along fine, but I don't have that that pressure of NaNoWriMo anymore, but I still feel just extremely stressed. And it's clearly not the volume of stuff because my to-do list is almost empty. So I'm just like, girl, maybe, maybe you burned out. So <laughs> that's what we're going to talk about this week. Yeah, I, I think that leading into the end of the year, it seems like it might be a common time for this to take place because we're all running around like crazy trying to get from one holiday to the next. Maybe you're spending time with family and you're getting all your Christmas decorations up and it's just a whole thing. So even though I am not really in the Christmas spirit, I am pleased to announce that I did get my tree up. I decorated it. I have my stockings all lined up above the fireplace and I'm like, a third of the way through my wrapping. So, well on the way, still not feeling super Christmassy, but might be because I am burned out. I'm also pleased to announce that I will be leaving the house tomorrow. I know, contain your shock, right? I don't like leaving the house. I'm kind of a hermit and ever since like lockdown and whatever, I've become even more so and I will avoid it at all costs. However, my writing group is having their annual Christmas party tomorrow and my friend who hosts, she's like, I'm opening my house, please come. She's making brisket. She's having a charcuterie board. I'm bringing sparkling wine and apple cider and brownies and we're just gonna make a little evening of it. So it'll be really nice, I think. Uh, A little anxious about it, to be honest. But I think it's kind of like one of those things where you just need to analyze the risk. Is the risk worth it? And then go. Just stop being a baby. That's basically what I need to do. So, anywho, this is the time to check in with yourself and see if you're also feeling kind of how I'm feeling. Maybe you're just extra stressed. Maybe the holidays have you down. I know that I've been feeling kind of like melancholy the last couple days. I don't know what that's about. That's weird. Not a fan. Maybe like me, you're also a bit burned out. So if you don't know what burnout is, if this is a new term for you, burnout is a state of emotional, mental, and physical exhaustion brought on by prolonged or repeated stress. And I think a lot of times people 
associate burnout with work. And I think that's possibly the most common or at least what we hear about most often. But it can be caused by things like parenting, caretaking, or even your romantic relationships. So you're like, that's interesting. I've been stressed for a long time and I've been having a tough time at work. Am I burned out? Let's see. So I have a few symptoms of burnout. And of course, I just want to preface this by saying that burnout is, it can be very serious and can have major effects on your mental, emotional, and even physical health. So if you feel like you are burned out and you just don't know what to do, I encourage you to reach out to your doctor or to a therapist or anyone that you feel can get you the help that you need to get you well. So the symptoms of burnout, the primary one that I'm experiencing is feeling exhausted all the time. I will literally sleep 10, 11 hours and wake up ready for my nap. And if I don't take a nap, I am tired at like 7 p.m. And then by like 10, I can't fall asleep because I'm thinking about all the stuff that I have to do tomorrow. It's a whole like cycle, right? So feeling exhausted all the time, no matter what kind of rest you're getting. Secondly, you can have a lack of motivation. I am also experiencing this, which is, it also really stresses me out. And I feel like that lack of motivation is like, like, girl, just you got to get this stuff off your list. But I, I'm just like, eh, you know, I'm just not motivated. And then that causes me to put it off, procrastinate. And then I'm even more stressed as the time goes on. You might also feel just very frustrated or very cynical, have a very negative outlook on your career or just your life in general, thinking things are never going to get better, I'm always going to be miserable, whatever the case may be. Uh, This is something I don't really resonate with because honestly, I think it's because of years of therapy because I know that this is not normal for me, right? I'm a very driven, determined person, so it's not normal for me to just be like, ah, whatever, I'll just, I don't feel like doing this. No, I might have a day or so like that, but for this to be a prolonged thing for me, I know that's not right. So I don't feel like, oh, it's not going to get better. Oh, my life just sucks generally. That's not the case for me. That feeling frustrated or cynical thoughts or anything like that, that's also something that comes with depression. So again, if you are experiencing thoughts like things are never going to get better, my life is always going to suck, that is your brain telling you that you need to go ahead and get some mental help. You might also feel or notice that your performance is slipping or feeling like maybe you're just not competent in what you're doing. This is also something that I relate to. I mean, especially the last, I would say the last month, I've been just not quite as productive as I normally am. I'm I'm usually able to knock out everything that I have to do before 12 o'clock and then, you know, just get some little things done or get my errands done, make my phone calls in the afternoon. But my performance just is not, is not looking cute. And I've just been feeling like my writing is not good and it's just like contributing to this overall feeling of just being exhausted by 
by life in general. You have decreased satisfaction with life in general. So even if you achieve something amazing, like I I wrote 50,000 words, more than 50,000 words in November and my novel is currently at about 85,000 words. But I'm just like, instead of being like, oh man, that was awesome. I'm so glad that I did that. Congratulations to me. I'm just like, okay, whatever. You know, it, it just was not, it wasn't exciting for me to have achieved something, which is really not, not great. It's not a good feeling because then it contributes to that overall feeling of lack of satisfaction, right? Because let's say like in NaNoWriMo, for example, I won NaNoWriMo. That's what it's called. When you, when you get to the end, you win. Okay. So I wrote the 50,000 words and I'm just like, okay, whatever. And then I'm just like, okay, so why did I even do that? And then I have less motivation to go ahead and pursue my next goal. You see what I'm saying? So then you might also experience the lack of ability to concentrate or you're procrastinating everything. And this is something that we already mentioned, but just in general, feeling like your brain capacity is diminished, that's something that you just need to look out for. Feeling like you can't concentrate, you can't produce, you can't motivate yourself, that you're just sad or you're cynical. Just listen to your brain because your brain is not being difficult with you. It's trying to tell you that something is wrong, right? It's like an error message, okay? Something that I think we all forget, you know? It's like, oh, how you're feeling. You're feeling this kind of way. Like, no. Stress and burnout can also contribute to things like lower immunity. So you're getting a cold more often or your allergies are crazy. Uh, Headaches, muscle aches. For me, I have had a headache almost every single day. And typically, I get headaches when I'm dehydrated. But I've been very hydrated lately. I've been making a point of making sure I drink water because I have been running a lot with my dog. So I know that I'm already losing enough water. I need to drink more. So it's not dehydration. And that's typically the only thing that causes my headaches for the most part. So... Again, it's my brain being like, hello, listen, I'm telling you that something is not right. Pay attention. So what causes burnout? And as I mentioned before, it can be your work. It can be parenting, caretaking, romantic relationships. But like specifically, what does it look like? Specifically, you might have an overwhelming workload. You might just have so many tasks that it feels like you cannot get a single thing done. If this is you, I hear you, feels like I have so much stuff to do. And there's never any shortage of things to do, which is also kind of sucky because I did nothing on my birthday, as I mentioned, and I kind of felt guilty about it because I knew that the to-do list, my, my calendar, was waiting for me. And I felt like I was wasting 24 hours where I could be doing something. So if your workload looks like mine, I feel ya. You might also develop burnout if you have a lack of control over your situation. 
Maybe you have a boss who is not communicating to you what success looks like. So you're constantly spinning your wheels and trying to please them, but they don't even know what's going to make them happy. So how are they going to know when you've reached what they want you to accomplish if they don't even know what they want you to accomplish? You might also be in a romantic relationship that's very unpredictable. Maybe your spouse travels a lot for work or maybe you guys just aren't agreeing on stuff and you're just constantly clashing and it just feels like no matter what you do, it's, it's just not working. And that is that lack of control that can also contribute to burnout. If you're burned out, you might feel like your investment of time is not worth the payoff. And this is something that I really related to with NaNoWriMo. And I don't think that it's a cause. I think for me, it was more like a symptom. But I just invested hours every day to make sure I reached my word goal, exceeded my word goal. And then by the end, I'm just like, my book isn't even finished. What the heck? So honestly, maybe if I had, if I had a finished product to show for it, I might feel differently. And I might not feel so, so burned out, but yeah, it's just, it's just not, it's not a good feeling. And finally, this is more, more like a workplace thing, but you might get burned out if you feel like you're not receiving fair and equitable treatment. And what I mean by that is that maybe you go to work, you do the same job as Sally, and Sally is getting rewarded, but you're not. Of course, that's going to cause you to burn out. Because why am I doing all this work if only Sally is getting the credit? I don't necessarily think that credit is the most important thing, but sometimes recognition is just really nice, especially if you are killing yourself to put forth a great product during your work. So for me, what was most important with this is, like, I I feel burned out flat out. I relate to almost every single one of the symptoms. I know what caused my burnout. My workload was just too much. I just, I don't know how to delegate stuff. So I just do it all myself. And like, that's just not, it's not a good look. Okay. I can't do everything. So what was most important to me was how do I fix this? Because feeling like this is not the move. Okay. The first thing that every single site that I found said was to take time off. And (laughs) that seems like so simple. Like, oh, novel concept. I work too much and now I just need to stop working. Great. Thanks. So it sounds like overly simplistic. And to me, I'm just like, really take time off so original but uh sometimes the simplest solution is the best solution so take time off novel concept you can also find a release now for me this is running and i think it's kind of annoying that i've started to like running because my knee really freaking hurts. 
and I don't know what's wrong with it. I've gotten MRIs and whatever, and they say that nothing is wrong with it. So maybe I'm just getting old and I just have joint pain now, but I'm just like, I could not like something that did not hurt me. In any case, find something that is a release for you. That could be art, that could be reading, it could be exercise, it could be cooking, it could like literally anything that just makes you feel good, that's going to be a good release for you. Something that just gets all that nervous energy out or calms you down and makes you just feel less generally stressed. Third, also sounds very simple, maybe a little too simple, but make a change in your routine or your responsibilities. This is something that I need to do pronto. Clearly, my routine of getting all my work done in the morning and just spending my entire morning working is not beneficial or sustainable for me long term, even though I like just getting my work done early. It just feels like I'm starting my day off by being stressed about work. And that just carries on into the rest of the day. Like, it doesn't matter that I have from 12 p.m. to 10 p.m. to do whatever I want. I'm just already kind of off on the wrong foot. It's like if you're woken up rudely, the rest of your day is just messed up no matter what. So, make a change. And there was one website that I visited. I couldn't, I can't remember what it is. I wish I wrote it down so you can go look at this and laugh at this with me. But uh, they said to quit your job. If your job is stressing you out, quit. I'm just like, so that was weird. But in the same token, they kind of make a good point, right? If your job is stressing you out to the point of you being burned out, you need to make a change, whether that's leaving the job, talking to your boss about your responsibilities, delegating some of your responsibilities, whatever that looks like, go ahead and do that thing. Because I promise you, it is not beneficial to kill yourself for a company that would replace you tomorrow. I read that somewhere years ago, and it's always stuck with me. Especially when I worked retail, I was working at an unnamed, will remain unnamed retail establishment. And I was really going through it mental health wise. And I went to my manager and I was like, hey, I just really need some time off. I'm going through this stuff, A, B, and C. And working at 4 a.m. is not, it's really not helping me. The type of work that we do is really not helping me. Uh, So I just need to go see someone, get this handled, and then I can come back. And she told me, well, can't you just finish all the shifts for this week? And like, let's be clear, the work I was doing was not mission critical at all. It's not like there weren't redundancies of my actual position. So it's not like they were in a lurch what I'm trying to say and I was just like no I I really can't I've spoken to people about this before and I'm just really at a point where I just need I just need some time off and she didn't want to give it to me and I quit 
because I actually did have another job starting relatively soon. I was going to work them at the same time, but I'm just like, this job, this retail job is not, it's not worth my mental health. And for me, the, the scheduling was really not working. I was working vampire hours, as my husband said, and just the, the type of work that I did at the time was very body focused and that for me can can turn really toxic so that was not for me and i just i flat out quit now to be clear again i did have another job lined up so it's not as if i was without work right and for a lot of people and especially if you have like specific skills for example it can be harder to find a new position and it's hard to find a new position when you're already overwhelmed with your current position. So my personal unprofessional recommendation would be try to change your current situation to match with your values and what you're able to accomplish and try to make it work as best you can. Move around in the company if you have to. I'm sure the company you work for has multiple positions, and if not, then start looking for for new work. And who knows, maybe the thought of having an escape hatch will actually make you feel a little better. I know I felt nothing but relief after leaving the unnamed retail job, so it can be very freeing to just quit. Another way to deal with burnout is to talk to someone you trust. This can be your spouse, a close friend, a family member, and it can also be a therapist or your doctor. Any one of those people is perfectly fine. I will say that a therapist might be able to better help you because they are trained to deal with this and they're therapists who are trained to deal with stress and burnout specifically. So if, again, if you're feeling just like you don't know what to do and this is never going to get better, I truly, truly encourage you to speak to a therapist or a counselor. Another way to deal with burnout, according to my internet search, is to find a change of scenery. So like go on a trip, go on vacation, or literally just work in a different place. This is something I do all the time and I just haven't been doing it lately. And I'm not really sure why. So for me, I have a room like where my desk is. And that's where I've, I work primarily. I have all my stuff there, but sometimes in the past, I would take my laptop, I would go down to the couch or to the dining room or just to a different room in the house, maybe even outside, just to give myself like a different environment. And it's interesting how literally doing the same work, but in a different place makes the work feel different. It feels less bad sometimes, especially if you're stuck. And for writer's block, for example, I've found that moving just to a different room in the house can be very, very helpful. So find a change of scenery. And finally, this is one that really resonated with me, sleep. Get a solid amount of sleep and restful sleep. Don't set an alarm if you have that luxury or go to bed early make sure you're getting at least eight hours of sleep. Now, 
to be clear. (laughs) I do think that when you're tired and when you're hungry, everything is overwhelming. At least it is for me. However, sometimes it's impossible to sleep if you are so stressed, so burned out, yet still trying to, to move forward. This is something that I struggle with because I will be exhausted literally from the moment I wake up to the time I go to bed and I will still be awake for another two hours in bed trying to fall asleep. And I'll do my normal wind down, evening routine, brush my teeth, take off my makeup if I wore any, get into bed, read a book, and then go to sleep. But I'm finding that I'm just like, okay, I'll read a couple pages, I'll put my book down, and I'm staring at the ceiling for an hour. That's, that's not helpful. So if you can sleep, do it. If you're struggling to sleep, go for a run. That's what I've been doing. I sleep better when I am exhausted, flat out physically exhausted. I do think that getting a good amount of sleep helps, but if you're in a position like me, it's kind of hard to, to do that. And I think to get actual sleep, I will need to just take X amount of days off and hold myself accountable, tell my husband, hey, I'm not working from this day to this day. Don't let me work. I, I just need to not do anything for a few days. And I think that that will hopefully, we'll see, kind of put me in a better headspace as we are moving into the new year. And the new year is a time when a lot of people are thinking about New Year's resolutions. I'm, I'm not a resolutions kind of girl. I think that if you want to make a change, you can make a change at any time. does not have to be January 1st. But I cannot tell you how far away that thought is from me. I have zero desire to put one more thing on my to-do list. Like even, even the thought of trying to even say I'll exercise three times a week, just putting that thing on my things to-do list is just, yeah, thinking about it almost makes me want to cry. So if you are burned out like me, and maybe you are a resolutions kind of person, and you're like, you know what, I'm going to shake this off, I'm just going to plow forward into January 1st, and I'm going to have a diet and exercise plan, and I'm going to, I don't know, start journaling, whatever, whatever your New Year's resolutions are, I don't know. Uh, don't do that. That's not helping anybody. That's not helping you. And if you are a resolutions person, I would assume it's because you want to be successful, right? You're trying to push yourself to be the best version of yourself that you can be. And I applaud you for that, truly. But the best version of yourself is not going to be this burned out zombie that you're going to be five days into January after trying to do all these resolutions. In addition to all this other stuff from 2021, being stressed, your work, your relationships, whatever, all this other stuff that's burning you out is not just going to go away. So you need to first and foremost put yourself in a better headspace to go ahead and tackle the new year. And maybe this year don't make any resolutions. Maybe your resolution this year is to just be nice to yourself. Your worth is not based on your productivity. I can't tell you how hard that is for me to accept because historically as a child, 
I was praised for good grades and if I was not productive, if I was not performing, I was punished, right? You're grounded for getting B's and C's, praised for getting A's. And I I realized that B's and C's are not like bad grades, (laughs) okay? That's just how it was for me. You get A's, good job, you get B's, you're grounded. So I think that kind of taught me over time that my worth is based on my productivity and I have to earn time off. I'm trying to currently convince myself that I don't have to earn time off, first of all. But even if I did, I've earned time off. I have clearly pushed myself beyond my limits And my brain is telling me, you need to stop or I'm going to stop for you. So why would I not just be like, okay, cool. I'm just going to relax. Especially as we're just after Christmas. Maybe your family is still with you. I don't know. But like this is a perfect time to relax. Like sit by a fire or your lit Christmas tree that is still up for sure and will probably be up into January. I know mine will be. And read a book, do a puzzle, like whatever. But you don't have to be productive to be a valuable member of society. This is this is a tough concept for me. Maybe it is also a tough concept for you. If it is, I'm right there with you. But we can unlearn things that we learned in the past and we can be better for it. On that note, we are about at the end of our time together. I will see you guys next week for yet another episode. I love talking to you guys every week. It's fun for me. I hope it's fun for you. In the meantime, you can follow the podcast at Your So Quiet Pod on Instagram, Y-O-U-R-E, So Quiet Pod. You can also visit my blog and website at cbrownauthor.com. And as always, please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe to help out your favorite introvert. Okay, love you. Bye.